0: All right. Welcome. Welcome to Episode 72 of The Sedated Man, Three Things You Can Do Today to Get on the Same Page with Your Spouse. Now, things usually prompt me for what I'm going to talk about. So I was at a marketing conference because my wife and I have uh, an online marketing business on the side. I was at a marketing, uh, it wasn't really a conference, it was uh, more of a training. In Denver this last week, and great, great people. <clears throat> a lot of uh, what I would call same-page thinkers. You know, you know when you come across those people that you that you click with. All right. Well, there was probably eight hundred of those people there, and it was great to have conversations that were all on the same page as far as people's potential, as far as business potential. I mean, it's always it's always encouraging. I mean, I hate to say it, but I think the church could take a few lessons from, uh, from some of these people, because unfortunately I have better relationships with a lot of them than I do, you know, some of my brothers, but I'm sure, uh, I'm sure a lot of you understand that, you know, uh, communication in the church is lacking these days and really it's up to us to step up, but that's not what I'm talking about today. Okay. So that was a freebie. So one of the consistent conversations I had this last week was same page thinking. And what do I mean by that? I mean a lot of business people were there a lot and a lot of them brought their families and a lot of them had their spouses and then some of them brought spouses, but the spouses were never in the training. And then a lot of them didn't have their spouses or their family with them at all. And so I would ask because I'm a curious guy and because I want to help if I can help quite honestly, it was amazing to me how many people, uh, did not have their spouse there because their spouse is not on board with what they're doing. Their spouse is not on board uh, either against what they're doing or just really wants nothing to do with what they're doing. All right. And what I see there when I hear that, I I can hear in their voice the disappointment that their spouse is not involved or doesn't want to be involved. And so this is a conversation I've had over the years many many times and I'm actually in the middle of developing a, a program called same page thinking but I want to touch on it today. I want to just I want to give you guys three things that you can absolutely do that will help bridge this gap. Because this gap isn't just for business or job or or work or I mean it, it pertains to a ton of areas a multitude of areas in the marital relationship. Okay, now going into it, in First Peter 3.7, First Peter 3.7, he says, Husbands, you husbands, in the same way, live with your wives in an understanding way as with someone weaker since she is a woman and show her honor as a fellow heir of the grace of life so that your prayers will not be hindered. Now, you know, a lot of women don't like this verse. Okay, And I know that I have some female listeners, so this would apply to you too. I know a lot of females don't like this verse, but the first thing I want to point out here is not the weaker vessel. It's the understanding way. Okay, It's the weaker vessel, but not a weak vessel. Don't get the two wrong, because in one, in one respect, he'll say the weaker vessel, and then he rolls right in honor as a fellow heir. Okay, so when he says the weaker vessel, he's not saying you're not equal. He's saying she's different. He's saying you can't handle her like you handle another dude. He's saying you must take care. I have designed her differently. You can't just be brash. You can't just be upfront. You can't, well, you can be upfront, but you can't just be abrasive. You can't just, you know, you can't just put the screws to the deal because she will break. She's an emotional being. That is how God designed her to be. That is quite honestly her superpower. That is what helps her to help you find level. So you've heard the old adage, okay? Women are like crockpots, not toasters. Now that adage applies to something else that we're not going to talk about today. But, it, but I'm saying that it applies much more in other areas than we might think. Women need time to get used to an idea. When women are finally on board with an idea, they are all on board with an idea, but we want them to be on board right now. Why? Because that's, that's us, that's men. Okay, it's a great idea. Let's move forward. Let's go. And when the woman's like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, we're like, no, wait a minute. We got to go right now. Now, in some, in some cases, that is absolutely what needs to happen is the wife needs to trust that the husband knows what needs to happen. And in some cases, you heard that, right? Some cases, absolutely got to move forward. But in a lot of cases, more often than not, you can stop and think about it. It's okay. You can stop and discuss it with your wife. Because if you read through the rest of that verse, first it says, she's the, you know, treat her as a weaker vessel. Treat her as a fellow heir. And it says what? So that your prayers will not be hindered. I want you, I'm going to repeat that for you. So your prayers will not be hindered. I suppose if you're praying, if you're not praying, then I guess they won't be hindered, but are you praying? Are you praying on a regular basis? Is this something, is this a subject you've put to prayer? How about that? So with that, let's talk about thing. Number one, I promised you three things. We're going to do three things. Okay. Thing. Number one, be understanding. All right. You, expect her to understand your dreams and your aspirations, but do you understand hers? Have you talked to her? Now, maybe she's a stay-at-home mom. And a lot of people think that stay-at-home moms don't have any real dreams or aspirations other than taking care of their family. Do you know why people think that? Because they haven't actually had a conversation with those women. That's why. They have dreams. They have aspirations. They're not always going to be a full-time mom. They may have things that they want to accomplish with their kids, things they want to teach their kids that delve outside of just feeding them and, and making sure they make it to school on time, okay? Some moms aspire to be homeschool moms, and they don't just want to be homeschool moms. They want to be homeschool moms. I mean, the ones that take them to this place to see this and take them to that place, and then yet others, I mean, talk to them. Do you really know what's going on in your own household? Have you talked to your wife? Do you know what she wants or do you just expect her to know what you want? Do you show interest in what happens to her on a daily basis or do you just come home and run through all the things that have gone through your day and then wonder why she's not supportive?
1: Let that sink in.
0: Do you just come home and talk about you or is the first thing out of your mouth how was your day? And then you shut up and listen. Women won't always tell you when they feel put aside because they see it many times as being supportive, even though you may not feel supported. Okay. let Let me clarify on that. What I'm saying there is a lot of women may not agree with what you're doing, but because the church tells them they have to be supportive, they see their silence and their smile to you as being supportive, even though they don't. Now, and the thing is, is if you are difficult to talk to or you never ask them anything about themselves, then they won't feel like they can tell you. So they'll, they'll put it inside. They won't bring it out because they feel it's either a fight not worth having or that you just don't really care anyway. But they want to be the supportive wife, so the silence comes. Uh, <clears throat> I've known many relationships where the guy really wishes the wife were more involved, but the wife, for whatever reason, doesn't want anything to do and doesn't want any information. Now, typically, that's that's not because she's selfish. It's because communication has not been built. You, as the dude, thought there was great communication. I mean, that's that's... <laughs> <laughs> that's most of the marriage counseling I've done. The woman's like, well, there's all these problems. And the guy's like, well, I thought we had a good marriage. But in this case, the guy's like, well, I thought we talked all the time. Yeah, well, you're talking about you. Okay. She may not trust you. She may trust you in the marriage to take care of business, but she may not trust you with her heart anymore. That's, that's where understanding comes in. So thing number two. I put up a big two for those of you watching on Facebook or YouTube. Thing number two, communicate. Proverbs chapter five and verse 15. I loved this verse when I came across it. Hang on. I'm turning the pages in my real Bible. No digital Bible here. Hang on. Okay. Proverbs chapter five. Okay. Okay drink water from your own cistern and fresh water from your own well. (laughs) Now, there's a lot more, there's a lot of logic. There's a lot of wisdom in that verse, okay? Um, Do you talk to your wife about business or do you talk at your wife about business? Hey, come on, let's be honest. We're dudes, okay? When we're talking about something that we're passionate about, we're talking at people, not to them. All right. Unless we need their support and then we might be talking to them. But with our wives, we tend to we tend to take that for granted because the wife is always there. Right. So we think, well, you know, she gets it. She's my wife. She gets it. No, 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 no. So, you know, like I said, do you talk to your wife or at your wife? Uh, Have you really determined your wife is uninterested because she is or because you're sick of trying Catch that? So have you really determined that your wife is not interested because she's actually not interested, or because you don't want to put any more effort into giving her info, or you don't want to put any more effort into trying to get her to understand, or you just feel like you're beating your head off a wall because you're communicating in a in a a language she doesn't understand. I mean, I've referenced the five love languages, and this would be a great time to put it in too. Are you communicating in her language? Are you taking the time to make sure that she understands or are you just exhausting her with information? All right. Uh, Could the communication problem in your marriage just be your lack of patience? I don't say that to be mean. We're dudes. We got things to do. I get that. But let me tell you something. All of those things that define us as men, a lot of those have to be put aside in the marriage. Because that woman is more important than any business we're doing, any work or any job that we have. All right. And, but we're like, some of you guys are like, Mike, I can't provide for her without this. I'm taking care of her in this. No. You're taking care of the household. You're providing for the household. If you are not putting the time in with your wife and you're putting that time towards business, you're not taking care of your wife. You're not treating her as a fellow heir. You're focusing on providing. You're not
1: focusing on nurturing.
0: So do you really listen? I mean, in the last half, all right, Proverbs 5 or 15, some of you might think, well, what's that got to do with anything? I don't understand. Okay. Well, look in verse 15, it's drink water from your own sister and fresh water from your own well. Should your springs be dispersed abroad streams of water in the streets, let them be yours alone and not for strangers with you because it rolls right in here. Let, the, let your fountain be blessed and rejoice in the wife of your youth as a loving hind and a graceful doe. Let her breast satisfy you at all times. Be exhilarated always with her love. I like verse 15 because it leads right into this. It's talking about the marriage.
1: Are you drawing
0: from your own well? Your wife is part of that. All right, thing number three, three, prayer. Now, this might, like, this might seem like a no-brainer, but do you pray with your wife on these matters? Or do you, uh, uh, more specifically, <clears throat> now, do you pray with your wife? Yes. But when you pray, do you pray for your wife's understanding or your wife's submission?
1: Let me repeat that. Do you pray for your wife's
0: understanding or your wife's submission? <clears throat> I do not pray with my wife every day. But on important things we will sit down and pray. I mean we pray together at meals, yeah, but but we will sit down and pray on the important things that we need to pray on. And when I pray for my wife, I do not pray for her submission. I pray for understanding. Hopefully you understand the difference there. When you're praying for your wife's submission, you're simply praying for her to just get it. Lord, can you just help her to get it? Cause I don't have time to explain it to her anymore. You're looking for submission there. When you go to God and you're like, Lord, I am obviously not communicating this right. I really need my wife's support. Please help me to communicate in a manner in which I can help her to at least see what I'm trying to say and that she will at least have understanding of what's happening. That is not submission. That's please help. Okay. Are your prayers ultimately. Let me rephrase that. Are your prayers and ultimately your business hindered by your attitude toward your wife on this? Remember the last half of 1 Peter 3.7. That your prayers will not be hindered. Have you, to a degree, hardened your heart towards your wife because she doesn't, quote-unquote, get it? Okay, so are your prayers and ultimately your business hindered by your attitude towards your wife on this? Jeremiah chapter 33. In verse 2 and 3. Thus says the Lord who made the earth, the Lord who formed it to establish it, the Lord is his name. Call to me and I will answer you, and I will tell you great and mighty things which you do not know. Also another awesome verse, right? So prayer can give you answers beyond anything you request. It's the most powerful tool in your box, and it's got to be exercised with patience it's got to be let me repeat that it's got to be exercised with patience why do i keep hammering this because we as men are not great with patience i've known men who are but for the most part 24 years of being a soldier i'll tell you what men have a problem with patience all right and that's just i mean the military just amplifies that but but i get it and i get why we're why we're short with patience i get that we have things we've got to get done. I get that we're focused. I get that there are important things happening, and I get it. I get it. There's nothing more important in your life happening to you than your
1: wife. It is
0: absolutely worth your time to put to prayer your dilemma of your wife not being on board. Now, let me clarify being on board, okay? I know wives who are 100% supportive of their husbands and in in what they're doing in business or what they're doing in their job, their goals and all that, who really don't know what they're doing, who really don't understand, who, who couldn't really tell you what their husbands do or how the business works and all its intricacies. They might know the basics, but they don't know the intricacies because that part is not important to them. But the husband has taken the time to explain what they do need to know. Not every wife needs all the details. Some women don't want any details, they just want the generals. Some women want all the details. But these women are able to support their husbands anyway because the husband makes sure that they're included. They they make sure that they that their wives know that their business is only possible because of their support, because of the wife's support. The wife feels like she's an active part of what she's doing, of what he's doing, even though she may not be directly involved or even a hundred percent understand what it is. And then there are those women who I know who are actively involved in their husband's business or even job. They don't get paid, but they're actively involved in what happens. Uh, as far as his career goes, and everybody in the office knows who she is. Not that, not that she annoys them, but they're happy to see her because she's an active part of what's happening. She supports him
1: and they know that. So the three things, understanding, communication,
0: and prayer. Like I said, I'm working on I'm working on a program for it, something that that you guys can go through that will just be easy to take you from A to B. Uh, These three things will actually be more than three things. These are just the basics today. So let me give you some tools. Uh, Sometimes, for some people, personality tests help. I've often put out the flagpage.com as a tool. Uh, The flagpage does cost. It is a great, great tool. If you don't mind the fee, take it. It's very quick. I have recently come across a version of the Myers-Briggs personality test that I like a lot. Probably one of the best I've seen. In fact, I think my wife and I are going to use it in the counseling we do with couples. And you can find that at 16personalities.com. Now, why would I direct you to that? Because there's a lot to be said for personality tests and the fact that they can tell you some things. You'll be reading the results and you'll look at it and go, Oh, I never thought about that, but that is absolutely me. But more importantly, you can look at your spouses and see, in fact, let me give you an example. My wife and I just did this Myers-Briggs one a couple weeks ago on uh, 16 personalities. She looked at mine and her eyebrows raised and she went, Oh, and I said, well, what's up? What she told me was, she said, there were things in my, there were things that I did That she always thought that I needed to change, not that she was always on me to change them, but things that annoyed her that she always thought I needed to change. The way that the way that my personality uh, test came out, it showed them as simply a part of my personality. They weren't bad or evil things or sinful things. They were just my character traits, the way that I handle certain things. It had never occurred to her before she read that that it might actually just be part of who I am and not just what she considered. uh, well, not a bad habit. They weren't bad habits. Just she, based on what she thought of character, she saw them as character flaws, but she saw when she read the personality test, it wasn't a character flaw. It was simply part of my character. It was simply part of who I was. And as a result, it was much easier for her, her to understand who I was and how I was just based on that personality test. Sometimes you just got to read something a certain way. You've you've seen it before. But when it's worded another way, it makes sense. So it was a great, great tool in that respect. And we were both able to look at each other's and go, huh, I would have never thought that. Uh, I found some things out about myself that I hadn't really known. But the way that the, the test laid it out, it was very easy for me to see. Yep, that's right. That is who I am, or that is how I am. So that's one. So the flagpage.com or 16personalities.com. <clears throat> Here's another tool for you. This one's a very simple tool. It's called mentorship. All right. Now, social media has allowed us to become more connected than ever before. And at the same time, talk less than any time in history. Okay. Unless people are talking on social media, it's like they've forgotten how to talk to each other. So with that, I would just suggest that you go to your congregation. And if you don't have an active congregation, then take a look around the the men that you know, which of them have a great marriage where they appear to have great communication with their wife? We all know somebody. Okay. What you need to do is ask that guy, how do you do it? Ask if he would mentor you and help you figure out what's going on in your own marriage. We don't like to ask, but I'm telling you right now, ask. Okay. The guys who have it going on in their marriage, who have they have worked hard. They and their wife have worked hard. They have worked through hard things to get where they're at. It may look like everything's roses and moon, moonlight, but it's not. It was tough. Okay, My wife and I have a great relationship. We're still best friends going on 24 years uh, this next month and still very happy together. But it was, it was not by accident. It was intentional. Every day it was intentional. I can honestly say that from the day we got married, because we're a mixed family, we were married before, uh, we were intentional. We knew exactly what we did not want the outcome to be, and we have pressed towards that every day since. There is a guy that you know who has done the same thing with his wife. Find that guy, ask him for help. If you can't find a guy, please feel free to email me at mike at com, and I will be happy, happy to answer any questions you may have. But you all know a guy. So just remember, in that respect, pride cometh before the fall. Don't be prideful. Ask for the help. So as we close this out today, I hope this was helpful. Look, same page thinking, it's vital. Absolutely vital. It's not just just for business, but if your wife is shutting down, there's a reason. And it's more than likely you. Not that you're a bad guy. There's a lot of great guys whose wives shut down just because they don't understand how to talk to them. This is something that has to be approached. You have to talk to her about it. Not shove it down her throat, but appeal. Hun, this is very important to me, and you know that. But it's what's more important to me is that you understand what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. Because I don't just want you, I don't I, I don't just want your support. I need your support.
1: I need us to be a team. Don't be afraid to tell her those things. Those are the things she wants to hear, buddy.
0: Those are fellow air terms. So with that, if you guys are watching on Facebook or YouTube, hello, there's my wave, uh, and you want to hear the podcast again, you can find us on Anchor, iTunes, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Radio Public, Castbox Breaker or Spotify. If you're listening to the podcast and you would like to watch us, you can watch us on Facebook or our YouTube channel, The Sedated Man. You can also find us on Instagram and you can reach me directly through Mike at The Sedated We also publish on MeWe and we also publish on Canon.com, which is Canada's version of Facebook, believe it or not. Actually, pretty cool. So, With that, you can find the show notes on patreon.com slash the sedated man. So you guys go out, kick the crap out of your week,
1: go forth and conquer.